Welcome to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon. I'm your host and your guide, and my job is to help you get off the brink. And how do we do that? Well, we've got to see things and feel them, and then think about them in new ways. But unless you see them, you're not going to know what they are. And unless you begin to hear them and listen differently, you're not really going to know what it is you're going to do to change. So I keep finding amazing people to bring to you. And I'm so excited today because I have Freddie Ravel. And Freddie came to me through Peter Winnick's wonderful thought leadership group. And I'm not quite sure how I got into that group, but I am blessed every time we meet. And Freddie brings insights there from his background. So let me tell you a little bit about him. And then he will tell you about his journey as well. He has an unparalleled career that's transcended the boundaries of music, culture, and thought leadership. And as he tells you his story, you're going to say, man, how can music come alive like this? He sees our present era as not the great lockdown, but rather the great free up. Now, you got to realize that whatever we are, we give meaning to, and that's our uniqueness as humans. But he's given a new meaning to this time, which is very exciting. And you think about it growing as opposed to shrinking down. We need to reset and raise the human potential through the world's oldest and undisputed international language, music. So we're going to talk a lot today and listen to music. He's the founder of Life in Tune, the keynote speaker, musician, directed the band that bridged black and white America, Earth, Wind and Fire. He joined Madonna on the silver screen. He rocked stadiums with Carlos Santana. He performed the Grammys with Prince, cut tracks with Kanye, and led the teams behind Martin Luther King, Deep Chopra, and J-Lo and Lady Gaga. He's the expert's expert on successful multicultural and generational integration. I know as you guys are all listening out there, guys and gals, this is a person who can bring things together in ways that are most unusual. He's dubbed the keynote maestro by the city of Los Angeles for renewing the national and international economy through his life in tune system. He has lots of clients from IBM to NASA, Google and Blue Cross. And he reached a milestone this past May. You know, we've all been shut down in May 2020 by delivering the very first live virtual keynote concert with an orchestra to a global audience. How cool is that? So Live in Tune is expanding music's role. He's on my podcast. How neat is that? And I'm honored. But you guys are going to be excited to listen to him also expand your mind. I want you to listen. And as he tells you, the opposite, if you move those letters around, is silent. So be silent for a little while. But let your brain quiet down. Take a thought walk as you're listening. And listen to Freddie. Help us understand the joy that's in music, but also in our lives. Freddie, thank you so much for being with me. Well, Andy, thank you so much for inviting me. And uh, God, you mentioned that you have listeners from around the world, right? That's right. Check in on this. So why don't we extend that? Why don't we just say thank you, domo arigato, dankeschön, merci beaucoup, muito obrigado, spasiba, and muchas gracias, right? And a little Greek for Ilya and Khan, so we have to have a little Yasu here. Come on, we have to make sure we have a little modern Greek in there too. That's right. So, this is fun. right. Freddie, yeah. tell our audience about Freddie. Who are you? What's your journey been like? Because you haven't arrived here all the same. You kept changing. And that's what our folks listening are all thinking about. How to get off the brink and keep moving forward in a new way. Who's Freddie? Well, first of all, um, I am a person who has really 
been very dedicated and focused on sound my whole life, on the way things, not only our music, but how things resonate within us, right? Um, to me, music is not just it's not just it's not just arpeggios it's not just that it's actually the wind in the trees it's actually the babble of a brook right i like to say that music is the great invitation for mankind to transcend spoken word to enhance how we think and put into sync so we hear what is mostly not heard. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I believe deeply about music. I think that it is a highly neglected art form. We seem to think that music is just about entertainment, about something we listen to on Spotify or Pandora or iTunes, or we go to a concert. That's all the listening of music. But I actually believe, Andy, that music is a multitasking power tool that we can use on a daily basis to engage our fellow colleagues, our clients, our customers, our friends, our family, our foes. It's something that we can use to bring a higher level of engagement. And I actually believe that COVID, you know, if you think of the word co, it's Latin for collaborate. And vid is Latin for see. <laughs> so we could say COVID is this horrible thing. Yes, but we could also say, COVID is a new opportunity for us to collaborate yes. and see. And in the case of music, and listen. So um, who is Freddie Ravel? Um, you know, I would say that my journey, you know, I can think of many different things, but probably the most important story that I'd like to maybe share with everybody is when I was about seven years old, um, I was playing an imaginary game of hide and seek. And my parents had a detached garage and there was a refrigerator in the garage. And I walked to the back of the house, looked in, looked in the garage and I saw this abandoned refrigerator and the door was slightly ajar. And when you're seven years old and you're playing hide and seek by yourself, you're going, wow, that's a great hiding place. <laughs> so I go into this refrigerator and I close the door and it's pitch black, it's hermetically sealed. And I'm thinking, I have found the ultimate hiding place, place to hide. <laughs> right. About 10 seconds into the experience, I'm going, okay, it's time to get out of this refrigerator, right? So I take my right shoulder and I push it, expecting the door to open. But you know what? It doesn't open. It doesn't. Oh, my. I, go, oh. Oh, I, I push it again and the, I, the refrigerator starts shaking. I start putting my feet up against the inner walls of the refrigerator Andy, I am kicking. I'm screaming. I'm, I've pretty pretty soon. I'm like in a pot. I'm sitting in a puddle of my own sweat because it's an, it's the inside of this hot, unplugged refrigerator. And in that moment of silence and catching my breath, you won't believe this, but I actually start hearing a rhythm, and the rhythm is something like clap, 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 clap. So if you can imagine, like all your listeners right now, if all of us were to like snap our fingers, we could help me get out of this refrigerator. But we're all going boom, 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 boom. And I'm pounding this rhythm very steady, very deliberately. Boom, boom, da, ba, ba. We're, we're clicking our fingers. And then what happens is we're all going to stop on three. Ready? Here comes everybody. One, two, 
One, two, three. In that moment, the door opens up. Andy, I see the shocked expression of my grandmother's face. Oh, I can imagine. As I'm rolling out of the refrigerator onto the garage floor into a puddle of my own sweat. And what I didn't know at that time was that my grandmother happened to be visiting. She happened to be walking by. And and we live very close to the freeway. And rising above the noise of the freeway, cutting through the noise of the city, she could hear dot, 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 came to the refrigerator, opened the door so that I could emerge and see and be alive and be here with you today. And in that moment, I realized that listening and the ability to listen is fundamental to our lives. And in my case, it actually saved my life, right? Yep. And ever since that day, I've been watching music's tools, the tools of melody, harmony, and rhythm, the three building blocks of music. I've been witnessing the way they can bring people from total desperation to inspiration. And I started seeing this from the world stage because very soon, uh, right out of college, I got hired by Sergio Mendez playing, you know. (laughs) All over the world, people going, Opa, Opa, Opa. It doesn't matter where where we are. It doesn't matter if we're in Kentucky. It doesn't matter if we're in Japan. It doesn't matter if we're in Argentina. It doesn't matter if we're in the middle of, you know, a snowstorm in where God knows where, Connecticut. It doesn't matter. People sing, opa, opa, opa. And I realized that call and response is an essential aspect of music, right? Yes. Call and response is, is what music is built out of. If I play, the response is, if I sing da 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 you go da 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 right? Music yeah. has a left and a right. We hear an idea, right? Red, all you need is love. The response. Da, 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 da. <laughs> all you need is love, love. Response. Love is all you need. You need. <laughs> we could be here for thousands of hours, Andy, with you and your listeners. And we could go through thousands and thousands of songs and we would be here for the rest of our life, understanding that there is a call and a response, that music is constructed with a certain kind of symmetry. Mm -hmm. And if we understand how important it is to put out a question and to be open to the answer, that fundamental truth will help humanity get through this crisis that we're in right now because we can become better listeners. And guess what? It's really interesting because you talk about the show being on the brink. The way we get out of the brink is we we basically bring a high level of empathy, compassion, and respect to one another. And music is filled with examples of the call and the response, the question and the answer. And it's in dialogue that we get to understand each other better. Well, being who I am, I keep thinking back 75,000 years ago, maybe more, maybe less, that quantum leap in our brain that allowed us to give meaning to things. So it wasn't just this or this. 
but all of a sudden it meant something. It has something more than just the sound itself. And now, as I'm listening to you, I'm saying, hmm, regardless of where you are in the world, there's something in those sounds that allow us to relate, communicate, feel each other, be human together, that transcends it all. And it's so uniquely, wonderfully human. I'm not sure what other animals do. They sing to each other at times, it's true, but we don't know their meaning, but we do know ours. And what you've been able to do is take music that might be entertaining and made it valuable in other settings. I love the work you're doing in business, but business is just another setting in which music can be, help us hear each other, feel each other. Am Mm -hmm. I right? You're totally right. You're totally right, because music is a, uh, remember that, first of all, I want everyone to know that we are all music. Yes, think about that it. is true. Yes. Just think, of, for, I mean, God, Andy, you're, you're a, a doctor of anthropology. No one knows better than you, but we all have a human heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Heartbeat, kind of the average human heart's around 76 beats per minute, right? <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, we all have a drummer yes. inside of us. All of us do. And then if you're a doctor and you put a stethoscope on us, you start hearing the tempo of the lungs and our breathing. And if you go deeper and you study, if you're a cellular biologist, you'll start seeing the tempo at which our cells are moving through our body. And if you start to think about it in that context, the human body is a symphony. It is. It really is. And it wants to move to your music. It wants to move to your music. You know, it's very interesting I mean, uh, we have a short time here, but every time I played with Carlos Santana, we would always play Oye Como Va, which is. Which is cha-cha, cha-cha-cha. <laughs> right, and it's like. It's right. Oye Como Va. Right. Anyway, Oya Komova is one, two, three. The interesting thing about this tempo is it's the cha-cha-cha. The cha-cha-cha is about 100 beats per minute. Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, it's cherry pink and apple blossom. (laughs) Another cha-cha-cha. Actually, it turns out that all of Carlos Santana's hits are (laughs) cha-cha-chas. You doesn't change your evil ways. Mm-mm, baby, all these songs. Um, and the reason the cha-cha-cha is so universal is it happens to be a tempo that most people can kind of walk. Oye, como va? They can kind of move and strut <laughs> and they can kind of shimmy and people can be themselves. Now a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. Simon Associates is us. And we love to help you see, feel, and think in new ways to help you and your business grow. We specialize in applying the tools and methods of anthropology, but we're also entrepreneurs and business builders. And we like to share our experience and expertise with you. So if you're stalled or stuck or starting up, give us a buzz and let's see if we can help you as well. You can learn all about us at simonassociates.net and read my book, learn about it at andysimon.com. There's a free chapter you can download and a toolkit you'll find very helpful. We're on Amazon and you can buy it as a book, an ebook, or even an audible that I recorded myself. We look forward to hearing from you at simonassociates.net. Info at simonassociates.net is right to us. Now back to our podcast. 
So Andy, the nice thing about the cha-cha-cha is it's that tempo where you can kind of move around and, it, and it's, a, it's a comfortable tempo. It's not too fast. Da, da, cha-cha-cha, da, da, cha-cha-cha, right? <laughs> Everywhere in the world. Yes. I, I've, I've been privileged to play in 82 countries. Yes. Um, so it's a, you know, a little less than half of the countries of the planet. And that tempo is embraced by every culture that I've had the privilege to play for. They, well, they, I'm laughing because when I was in Botswana, they all came out to dance one night. We all got up there and danced with them. It didn't take much to pick up the rhythm or to do... Not quite a cha-cha, but a pretty close one to cha-cha. But okay. we were all dancing away. We had Belize that didn't take a whole lot. To, oh, yeah. To, and you pick it up in a, in a moment in Tanzania. The guys came out in Kenya. We had a lion dance. We were all dancing. And we didn't. you didn't have to be educated to it. You just felt it. So Bingo. cool. Yeah. Bingo. Well, Thanks. you know, what's very interesting, Andy, is and, and as an anthropologist, I think you'll appreciate this. You know, we've been using the written and spoken word for about 5,000 years or so, give or take, right? Right. They found a flute. You probably know about this in Germany about two years ago in a valley in Germany. Yes. They found a flute made out of a vulture's bone. Yeah. They carbon dated it. It's a flute. Yeah. 43,000 years old. Yes, right. So yep. the human race, we as humans have been involved in music way longer than we were even involved with words, spoken yes. word, written word. And so I feel that this COVID time that we're in is the perfect time to unleash the power of music. Instead of, it's yep. beautiful that we dance to it, beautiful that we sing to it, beautiful that we watch concerts and listen. All that is good. But it's time to show people the other 99.9% of what music can do. Well, Freddie, talk about, because we're, we're talking about COVID, but in some ways, and people I work with are talking about post-normal, post-COVID. I don't know what that means. But normal, I think we've added a whole dimension to life. Mm-hmm. As opposed to thinking this is not, not normal, I think this is actually quite exciting. And I've had uh, a wonderful 2020. People said it's been a bad year. I've only had all kinds of new discoveries. My nature is to be a curious George. And all the folks who I've been with, we've turned lemons into lemonade. And I think you've done the same. So what are you discovering? Because I do think that when you went global with your concert, it made it seem like something couldn't be done became easily done. I think that people can engage all kinds of ways now. What are you finding? Well, of course, like right now, uh, if you would have told me back in February that I would be able to play live piano and speak to uh, 50 different countries simultaneously. Yes. And the moment that I hit the note in Los Angeles, somebody in South Africa and Tokyo simultaneously hear it at the same time. Yep. I would have said, what are you smoking, man? How can you- <laughs> but it, Come it's on. simple and easy, right? But, but there it is, right? And uh, today I'm not really showing... Uh, today, for the purposes of our interview, there's many things that I have that we're not going to get involved in it yet. Because, but I do. I have a way to bring video up. I have an orchestra appear on a screen next to me and play live to it. Yes, it, it's just stunning what the technology is offering. So I'm with you. Uh, we've been making lots of lemonade, lots of lemonade, and yeah. I do think that um, if you look at it through a different way, COVID is sort of a gift because. It is. In a way, uh, humanity, I kind of, the, the analogy I like to say is where humanity's been on this massive bus. 
Yes. And the bus is careening. I'm talking about around February. We're careening towards a cliff. And that cliff, Mother Nature is saying, hey, I've been warning you about, you know, climate change. I've been sending you signals. I've been trying to tell you that if you keep burning fossil fuels, you're going to have this thing called the greenhouse effect. I've been trying to tell you that if you, you know, don't grow low, you know, keep buying your apples from Chile and not growing them locally, there's consequences with that. There's consequences with too many preservatives and GMOs, and there's consequences with coal and burning things and polluting the sky and driving too much and bumper to bumper traffic. I mean, think about that, everybody. Yes. Where were you at a year ago when you said, God, it takes me two hours to get to and from work every day. I'm yep. burning tons of fuel. My, I have a gas guzzler. Now, now people can't even imagine that they would spend <laughs> two or three hours of their life in traffic, right? No, I can't tell you how many folks will not do that anymore. No, people are done. Done. And, and, and companies are like, gee, we can do, we can work remotely for about half of our workforce. Maybe we don't need to live in a giant, uh, run our business from a skyscraper in the middle of downtown. It turns out that we don't. So what are the ramifications for commercial real estate? And without going into that, um, I feel like we're on this. We were on a bus, a massive yes. bus, the size of an oil tanker, all of humanity. And the cliff was right there. And COVID said, look, you're not listening. I'm not, you're not getting the message. So I'm going to have to do something. Mother Nature just kind of took us to the back room, gave us a slap on the wrist and a spanking and said, now you're going to listen. Now you're going <laughs> to listen because you have to stop and pause. But there's many social things that are going on divisiveness, mm -hmm. uh, a lack of diversity and inclusion, um, a, a total uh, abuse of, of children and women in many societies, right? Yes. Um, and I look at that and I say, there's a gift. You know, I, I, I like, you know, I, it created a tremendous pause is what COVID did. It gave us this mm -hmm. massive pause. But I don't, and I say that, you know, we need to take the PAUSE and make it not a pause, but make it positive, P-A-U-S-E-I-T-I-V-E. Yes. -E. The pause is positive because it's allowing us to see our vulnerabilities. It's revealing the problems that were in logistics and supply chain around the yep. world. You know, I like to think of it as like sounds. Yes. Supply chain is like this. There's a lot of dissonance. COVID said, no, I'm going to be this one focal point. Yes. And it's going to allow us to stay focused and make music. Gotcha. Right? Do, 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 do. Thank yes. You. Thank you. But that's the idea that noise has been invading us. Now, there's a lot of noise in social media. There's a lot of noise in the news. There's a lot of noise. And most of us have to learn how to navigate that noise and curate what truth is. We're in a, in a real uh, battle for truth right now. But I do believe that the beauty of music, its ancient roots, can be a tremendous tool for us to get our life in tune. Well, you know, um, as the listeners are thinking about this for their own daily life, 
Um, we've got to move from all of the disruptions that are going on. We do a lot of work with women. And there's so much discussion about what will happen with women, either in the workplace or at home, where they become the navigators. They've actually risen to a role that's extraordinary because they've taken charge in many cases. And they've given everybody places to work, ways to do it, how to do it. And they sort of become our great navigator, if not our chief CEO in the house. But there's something going on with the role of women where the disruptions are enabling them to play the music. And then people are saying, man, so some of my clients have said, I, I get along better with my husband now than I have in years. And my kids formed a, a, a women's cave. The girls set up a female cave that took a closet, cleaned it out, and I can meditate in there, they said. They gave me permission. The conversations are uh, joyful as opposed to painful. So, so what was negative has become positive. Talked about changing the meaning of the same thing. Mm. And they've done, as you're playing your music, I'm thinking about the stories they've been sharing with me because it went from all over the place to, uh-huh. hmm. And they're beginning to feel like there's, they say to me, I, I often give them hope, but in fact, they already have the hope. Somehow I just help them begin to pull it out and begin to see that there's a future that's brighter and it's in their hands to create it. And stop blaming and complaining about others. It's in here. We can do it ourselves. And that music, listen to your heart and see where it takes you because it's got a great place to go. So that says, I'm listening to you. I'm hearing that. I want our listeners to hear it for themselves as well. I have a hunch you have some more coming out of those fingers of yours there. Well, I'm just, you know, as you're speaking, Andy, as you're talking, I feel like, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the sun, right? That's right. And I say it's all right, right? It is all right. Because if we remember these little gems of music, and they can just touch our minds and our hearts for a second, it can completely shift our attitude. And it's funny, when your attitude is more open and you bring a smile or a joy to anything you're doing, everything shifts. Your mm-hmm. clients feel it, your kids feel it, your, your partners feel it, and you bring hope to the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the great positive. I love it. <laughs> I like to stay positive. Embrace the pause, everybody. <laughs> Don't look at this as like, oh, it's a, yes, it's a horrible crisis on it one is. level. No question. We're not going to deny that. But also take good care, make sure you, you stay healthy. I think for a lot of people, I have a lot of friends that said, I'm going to use this to uh, get, get into yoga, do my exercise. I'm going, yes. to a, I'm going to discipline my rituals, you know? Self-care. There's a lot of that going on. And I'm, what, what, so this is really cool. Freddie, really cool. As, as our listeners are, are wrapping up here, if they want to reach you, what kinds of stuff do you do for them? Um, I know you entertain greatly, but you also help businesses of all kinds. If they want to reach you, what's the best way to do it? What are some of the things that you might be able to offer them? Absolutely. So, well, first of all, www.lifeintune.com. Lifeintune.com is, uh, is kind of the, is the go-to where, where all our clients and colleagues go to. And uh, we respond personally and directly. I have a beautiful team. And many times I'll just respond directly too. So please come to lifeintune.com and there's a place to uh, ask questions and we will respond immediately. We're very quick 
And we welcome, we, we, we work with people all around the world. So that's number one. We do executive coaching, but we also do programs for teams and uh, big companies. As you mentioned, we've done things for everything from NASA to IBM. And I've done a lot of things with women's groups, including mm-hmm. WeBank uh, out of Washington, D.C., and uh, the AWBA, the American Women's Business Association, um, and many other organizations where we talk about diversity and inclusion and help that part of the world as well. The big key that we focus on is engagement, right? How to be engaged in a world where we're kind of isolated in the world of Zoom, teaching people deeper levels to, to create hooks, to create value so that we bring our clients and colleagues closer as we rebuild in this new world that we're finding ourselves in. If you're listening to Freddie Revel, you're going to say to yourself, my goodness, we're taking all of this disruption and turning it into something brilliant. And the next phase could be even more exciting as we begin to combine the in-person with the remote and think about how many new dimensions are going to come out of a time. I often used to say, if you want to change, have a crisis or create one. I never expected a pandemic to be my crisis, but don't waste it. And if music can help you see things through a fresh lens, that's my job. If you can begin to step back and pause and have positivity out of it, if you can take and listen through silence, all of a sudden music can enrich you in ways that you might never have anticipated. I know we love to listen to music, sometimes as a background, sometimes to dance to, but maybe it's telling us something else about us. And I love listening to your heart as you take that quiet walk and enjoy the the beauty that nature has. And I particularly like the birds singing. It's a really, the coyotes I'm not happy about, but the birds are really gorgeous, but they're all singing at us. So it's a great time. They're all singing. I I always call it the happy hour at dusk and sunrise when you hear the birds uh, having their own happy hour. So that's Freddie, thank you. It's beautiful. It's been great to have you here. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now. And for those of you who came on the brink is for you. I hope you had a great time with Freddie Ravel. Our job is to help you see, feel, and think in new ways. And don't be bashful. Let us know who else you'd like to enjoy because this is all joyful. And you can watch him or listen to him however you might like. So Freddie, I'm going to say goodbye. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye now. Thank you, Andy. All the best.